back to another episode of On the Bench with Beeks. This is episode 88, and you know what? I feel pretty fucking great. I am your host, Cody Beekman, and with me as always is Bryce Pingmillan. Hey, what's up? Hello. And today we have such an awesome guest from our brother podcast off of the hockey-focused Pod Street Bullies. We got Matt Hoagland. Hugs, say what's up. Give the people some introductory fodder to chew on, brother. <laughs> Gentlemen, how we doing? Thanks for having me on here. I'm excited. <laughs> oh, dude, we got hockey coming up this week. Oh, I know. We got we we've got uh, uh, we've got actual regular season hockey coming up, man. It's so, so exciting, and uh, we're so excited to have you on, dude. And uh, so, what we like to do is kick it off with a little league talk. And I mean, let's start off with these big signings. I mean, we've got Jason Robertson signing a four year extension in Dow. How do you feel about that one, Hugs? That, that's so good for Dallas. They've got a solid player there, young. I'm excited to see him tear it up. Oh, absolutely. And then uh, more news coming out of Calgary. I mean, they've been making waves all offseason, but they they extend McKenzie Weger on an eight-year deal, and they extend their coach, uh, Daryl Sutter, to uh, to another, oh, I believe it was uh, two two years. Um, good old Daryl. Yeah, good old <laughs> good old Daryl, the, uh, the actual troll under the bridge, not so much like Bowie uh, in Seattle. But, uh, yeah, duh, lay it out for us, man. Uh, what does this mean for Calgary moving forward? That's huge for them because during the offseason, I thought they were screwed between um, Johnny Hockey and um, who's the other one that left? Matty Kachuk. Yeah, Kachuk. I I thought they were screwed, but they they pulled it all together and it looks like they have a, a team that's on to beat. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I like I, I gotta say, I think Calgary is probably the most improved team over the off season. Especially with Calgary, that good pickup hit for all of them too. Um, definitely yep. be a lot more fast-paced moving team than we saw last year for sure. Well, and not to mention adding Huberdeau as well, and yeah, bringing in Keith Kenzie Weger is such a such a visceral defenseman. And I mean, he can put the puck in the net, he can move the puck. I mean, he's so defensively sound. And to sign him for another eight years is just huge. So the, their core is basically set up for at least the next four years. So I mean, they're going to be a contender, no doubt about it. Um, in other news. Uh, Hockey Canada, we all know what's been going on with that. I mean, all, all these sexual assault allegations and stuff, not only in the uh, t- uh, 2012 team, but, uh, you know, even in past teams. They're, uh, I mean, their sponsors are dropping left and right. I mean, we got Tim Hortons, TELUS, ESSO, Canadian Tire, Chevrolet Canada, and a huge blow recently, Nike Canada just dropped them as sponsors and that's what happens i mean you can't you can't you know have that reputation and expect you know things just to go the way they always have been especially when you're rooting you know possibly the images of all these other companies too as well so it's not surprising no no and you know i i guess it's well deserved i mean when you're when you're dedicating you know this all all this money that these sponsors and all these parents are paying for your kids to go and you know and and you're dedicating all this money just for like sexual assault cases it's just that's bad that's a bad look man that is a really bad look what do you think there hoax yeah it's a bad look i mean there's some smoke with the fires with uh carter hart right now so we don't even know what's going on there Who even knows if we'll have a starting goaltender? Right. Oh, yeah. And and you're the big Flyers guy, so that's like... uh, We'll definitely get into that, too, for sure, because, you know, we want to pick your brain about these Flyers. So, I mean, it's (laughs) it's like... I don't know, man. uh, You know, so many people are trying to, you know, better the image of hockey just in general. I mean, uh, there's... You know, we've got... uh, The sport has... You know, they're bad apples or whatever you want to say it. But, I mean, this is just, it's, I mean, what a blow to hockey's image, man. And it's its unfortunate. I mean, especially after that whole Kyle Beach situation in Chicago not too long ago. And, I mean, Jake mm-hmm. Vertanen with that, his sexual assault allegations. And then 
I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's so sad to see because, you know, hockey is such a beautiful sport and, you know, we want to do the best to promote the most positive aspects of the game and when stuff like this comes out, it's just, it's, it's so sad to see. Right. Yeah. I mean, there was even another one with Ian Cole coming out today. Yeah. That one, uh, how he was grooming. Uh, I think it was uh, Emily. I can't remember her last name as of right now because I just saw it today. But yeah. Yeah. It came out this morning and it, it's, it's just another blow to the hockey world. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, <laughs> dude, you know, it, you you just can't keep enabling these you know these predatorial uh, I guess players uh, for the lack of a better phrase to do this stuff man mm-hmm. it's it you know it, it it puts a black eye on the sport I mean you can't even you can't even imagine what you know these victims are going through and right. uh, and you know even in in her in when she was coming out her official statement i mean she was absolutely afraid and bullied to not come out about this until now so i i do gotta say for anybody who is uh, willing and strong enough and courageous enough to come out like we salute you for your bravery because if you guys aren't coming out about it then you know this is just going to keep going on and it's it's a it's a fucking disgusting thing that needs to be that needs to be fixed. Yeah, you see what happens every single time. We've seen this with the NA, for the now the NHL. We've seen it with the NFL, gymnastics. You can go on, you know, go up on forever. All these sports are having these things, but it's just sad to see that hockey's now kind of you know it's hit hockey now. And hockey you just used to be one of these sports to where just like, hey, yeah, it's a tough sport, but the guys are great, you know. And now it's just kind of giving everyone this this bad look. Um, and you're, on top of that too, you know, they're also withholding player fees. Right now, and they and I think that the chair Andrea Skinner she resigned yesterday amongst everything. So yeah, this is a total mess. The chairman of the board. So I mean, this is definitely one of the first dominoes to fall. I think in a long line. I mean, you've even got you know uh, Justin Trudeau coming out in in into the in, in the media and saying this needs a uh, this needs a wholesale change. And honestly. I have to agree, you know. I mean, politics aside, you know, you can talk politics all day long. We're not, we're not that smart of guys, so we're not going to even try to get into it. But, I mean, you gotta, you gotta agree with Trudeau. I mean, you need a wholesale change. Like this culture needs to change and quick. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's bad, bad for the name of hockey. And I've always prided myself on being a hockey player and hockey fan, and just see this. These dominoes fall. It's just, it's not good for us. No, absolutely not. And I mean, it, like I said, it's, uh, this culture isn't going to change until you start seeing some actual repercussions. And I, you know, what needs to happen is exactly that: is people need to really start, you know, uh, suffering the consequences of their actions. So until then, it's just, you know, we just got to wait and see. And you know, it's a, it's a terrible part of. Uh, you know what real life is you know people are people can be terrible people and you know unfortunately this is this is what we have to deal with right now so hopefully hopefully we can get back to a, uh you know a better a better situation here you see what the repercussions are I mean, you're getting dropped from sponsors you're going to be losing obviously a lot of airtime you're losing a lot of things here. And millions yeah, of dollars. Millions of dollars. So you see the repercussions yep. and you know, but sadly is you know, what do you expect to happen? So these are the things you have to do to make sure that you prevent it again. Cleaning the house. Yeah. Clean the house, yeah, restart the whole program. And these are we're gonna have to look at for sure. Yeah, and you know, our biggest thoughts and prayers go out to all the victims that have been affected by this because we can sit here and say how bad it is and just how terrible it is for, you know, everybody. But, I mean, for them, it's truly, you know, victims of sexual assault, that is that is just the upward, uh, utmost just terrible thing to deal with. And, we, you know, we, we, feel, we feel deeply for everybody who's been affected by it, for sure. Well, let's pick it up with a nice little jingle, huh? Get Gary back in a good mood. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, let's you yeah, know, let's, let's let's turn this frown upside down, and uh, we're gonna get back into more with uh with Hogs here. But first of all, we're gonna kick it over to Dave Zamboni's for Dave Zamboni pick of the week. Dave, take it away, buddy. 
Hey, thanks, Beaks. Dave from the Zambonis here. It's time for the Zambonis Pick of the Week. Well, you know, this song is called Slow Whip. It's about a Zamboni, believe it or not. We write songs about hockey. And uh, every once in a while, like once a year, maybe twice a year, we get this email or DM about some guy, usually in the Midwest, who had a little too much to drink, and he works at the rink, and he takes that Zamboni out on the streets. So uh, this was the song that had to be written. It's called Slow Whip. And if you like it, check us out on Instagram or Facebook. It's at the Zambonis. And if you don't know how to spell Zamboni, then I don't know if you should be listening to this podcast. Back to you, Beaks. so much dave we always love a tasty tasty zambonis jam always 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 check these guys out on spotify and Bandcamp. their entire discography is going for like 32 bucks on Bandcamp right now if you love hockey if you love music you're gonna love these guys they're the greatest dudes in the world so go check them out flow them a couple bucks buy some albums and you know hockey rocks so let's get back into it hugs um Dude, just break it down. Um, I mean, we're all hockey fans. How'd you become a hockey fan? And, you know, uh, obviously a, a Flyer fan. So just kind of give us a little uh, background on you, bud. Yeah, sure. I uh, started playing hockey about 15 years ago. Um, you know, played all the regular sports growing up. 
Uh, first time I hit the ice was my first time of uh, practice. <laughs> oh, beautiful. And just took off from there. It just was a kind of a love at first skate at that point. Um, still playing some men's league every week. Gotta love that stuff. And now, uh, now I'm just doing the podcast with the, with the boys and just love it. So did you play other sports and just kind of decide that hockey was your thing? Um, what, draw you, what drew you to the sport ultimately to just go, I want to try this out? Yeah, so I uh, I played baseball, soccer, basketball, you name it, I played it. Uh, um, my uh, my soccer coach and baseball coach was was a big hockey guy, referee, coached hockey. He said he said, "Hoagie, come on, let's let's play some hockey here." And I was like, "Okay, let's do it." <laughs> Bet. I mean, so. but no, I mean, uh, that's kind of how I was too, man. I, uh, you know, my dad, uh, I was a bit of a rambunctious little feller. So <laughs> like, you know, my parents wanted to, you know, expend my energy any way I possibly could. So it was like, yeah, like, uh, you know, growing up, you're playing baseball, you know, in the summer, you're playing football in the fall and, you know, and, um, you know what really got uh, got the hype of hockey around here in Denver? Obviously, was that '96 championship, and my dad was always a huge hockey guy growing up. And uh, until then, it, there was really no outlet, you know, in Colorado to kind of do that. But as soon, yeah, but as soon as you know, hockey got big around here. It's like, hey, bud, you should try playing hockey. And the thing is, is like it. What we love, what we love about it is that it really kind of encapsulates, like all the sports that you know you play like into one, and yeah. it, not to mention uh, the entire time you're doing it on like you're going around on little butter knives, on fucking <laughs> ice. So it, it's 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 an amazing it's an amazing sport. And uh, I mean, so I mean, how did you become a Flyers fan, man? Was it just like local or? Um... Yeah, so I grew up in the suburbs of uh, Philadelphia. Um, followed the Phillies, followed the Eagles. I just had to keep on going with the four for four, and just picked up the the Flyers. Um, now I live in Boston, so I don't I don't get to see them as much. But uh, any anytime they're in town, oh yeah, I'm you live in Boston. Ooh man, you get to deal with those that's Boston rough. Friends, get some rough towns there. Yeah, I'll tell you what, man. Yeah. So that's kind of lo- rough living for you, but I mean, uh, the TD Garden is a beautiful place. Uh, it's probably an amazing place to watch a watch a game. But I mean, yeah, yeah. that's the thing, man. Uh, no matter where you go, you still have that. Uh, you still gotta, you know, represent that love. You know, if I ever if I ever moved anywhere too, you know, I'd be wearing my uh, my Avs jerseys to every to any any um, stadium that I'd be going to. Oh, absolutely! Every time I go to a game, I I rock the orange and black. Hell yeah, uh, absolutely, man. <laughs> you seem like a, like a, you're a chill dude. Obviously, I, mean, I like you a lot, but you know, I, I've been to a couple of Phillies games out there. Um, fans, but would say <laughs> not my most favorite experience when you're uh, an enemy <laughs> of the of the home team there. But you know, go ahead and just kind of compare. You know. Um, you know the passion compared to you know Philly fans and Boston fans, especially when you're talking about hockey, because they're both very rambunctious and very prideful um, on fan yep. bases. So, kind of talk to me about you know how they're different, and how they're similar. Uh, they're they're not different at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, I I moved up here. Uh, it's coming up on four years now, and everybody's like, "What's different?" And I was like, "They're the same cities. Oh, yeah. They're they're very." Uh, they love their, they love their sports, and they're they're just loud, loud and proud. <laughs> hey, you know, and that's like it's that it's that East Coast mentality, you know, big mouth royalty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm walking here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think that I think that's I think that's New York. My backpack. Your backpack. All right, so man, uh, seeing how we're talking about Flyers, and I mean, yeah, you've been a Flyer fan pretty much your whole go of it. Uh, Dude, let's talk about Flyers Hall of Fame. Um, I want to. I, I would like to say, uh, like, let's let's talk about you know maybe the Mount Rushmore of uh, Flyers uh, Flyers players for you. Who do you, who do you have up there? Uh, you know, rocking it. I mean, my all time Flyer is, uh, is probably one of your favorite players as well, Peter Forsberg. That a boy. That a boy. There, there we go. <laughs> I. 
I, you know, I was a kid when he was traded, but I can't even imagine what the Flyers would look like if he wasn't included in that trade package. Oh for, yeah, uh, for Lindros. Oh yeah, I, like here. All right, before we before we move on, uh, would who would you rather have though, Lindros or uh, Forsberg for that entire uh, career? <sighs> Both. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's have our cake and eat it, too. Let's have the clear Eric Lindros. Yeah. No, Lindros was, was the man. I just I just think if we had both of them, there's definitely some championships coming back. Uh, well, probably Colorado probably wouldn't even have their, their two uh, ships if that if that was the case. All right. Uh, who, else right. You got, who else you got on your Rushmore? I mean, you got to talk about Simone Gagne. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, I'm a newer guy. So I'm, I'm young, so I, I still see all these guys. Um, you also have Claude Giroux. Yeah, he, big gotta G, love the man. Big G's always going to be a flyer <laughs> for sure, no matter what. I mean, that man, that man is Philadelphia Flyers hockey for sure. Yeah, it was it was such a sad day to watch, see him get traded, especially after game 1000 as a flyer. Oh, for sure, man. And uh, at least at least they held off until like he, he, he you know, he he, he uh, banked his 1000th game. I think that I thought that was at least a yeah. pretty pretty decent thing to do. Uh Jeremy Roenick, dude. Oh god. No thank you. No thank <laughs> you. I'm He's sorry. just on the TV. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sorry, Jeremy Roenick is like the bane of my existence. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. I'm not a huge fan of him, but you, you had to respect his game as a flyer. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah, he killed it as a flyer for sure. I mean, him and that, that and his time in Chicago as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, um, who else? You got anybody else that you want to throw up on Rushmore here? Or I mean, you, you always got to talk about the boys. You got the the LC Bl- LCB line. Oh yeah, yeah. The Legion of Doom. Yeah, I mean, uh, Bobby Clark, Robbie Leach. Yeah, dude, Dave Schultz. I mean, I, and then you got yeah. uh, Ronnie Hextall as well. Just you know, scoring fucking goals in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I, you know, the one if if I'm gonna go goalie, I, I and I'm gonna take it back pretty far. Uh, Pella Lindbergh for sure. You know, I mean, I, I've, oh, got, yeah. I've got that sweet. Uh, you know, I've got that Swedish love. So, I mean, yeah, Pele. Yeah. I mean, and and just that ridiculous mask that he wore was just fucking <laughs> just amazing. And I, I mean, you, know, yeah. you got to love those '80s Swedes and Pele. Uh, one of the, one of the first uh, one of the first Swedes to ever get inducted into the Hall of Fame. So, you know, you can't forget about Pele. Um, and absolutely not. I mean, it's just a shame that he died so young. Yeah, absolutely. But that that's just that's just the curse from there for for the Flyers goaltending situation. Oh yeah, I mean we're talking, you know, uh, uh, let's 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 go Ilya Brizgalov. Oh god, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. There you go. And, 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 and that was uh, that was the the best thing about when you guys got it, it inducted into the hockey focus. I was like. One of the first uh, conversations we all had on Twitter is who yeah. were better, you know, because, you know, we got chirping Yotes, we've got, uh, <laughs> you know, later rivals, and now, you know, also uh, Pod Street. So it's like, yeah, we got to have a conversation about uh, Mr. <laughs> the Mr. Universe. Yeah. So, um, oh, yeah. I got, all right, so I got one more question, and this is actually kind of due to the uh, conversation we had on Twitter when you guys first got inducted here. Um, Who'd win in a fight, man? Gritty or Howler? I think Gritty, man. You get oh, uh, you know, honestly. I mean, he did just get messed up with the what the WWE right now. Did he really? Yeah, there's some <laughs> there's some video going around last night. I was I was too busy watching the Phillies game last night. Oh yeah, that oh, that was nuts. It depends on the fight. I've yeah. seen Gritty in those uh those rooms. He's wrecking up, you know, things of bats. He's hitting dishes and lamps <laughs> and breaking things. You know, if he brings it back of the fight, who knows? He could win that one. But you you're facing the Yeti. I, I dude, you know, honestly, I think it'd be a fight to the death. I really think they'd tear each other apart so bad that Most likely. Because, I mean I, I I gotta say you know Gritty is just uh, one of his own, but I mean I think Haller really uh, really paved the way for Gritty just to be so gnarly, because I mean <laughs> like back in the I mean we had to we had to ban Haller. That's why we have Bernie now is because I mean uh, uh, 
Howler was just too ridiculous, man. So I'd love to see it. I, I, I wanted to bag, you know, NHL, let's do this. Bring Howler out of <laughs> retirement for one night. War on the one shore. Gritty versus freaking Howler, man. Let's get it going. Yeah, that'll bring the masses together. Oh, for sure. Absolutely, man. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, hey, I, th- I in the end, yeah, I think it'd just be an absolute bloodbath for sure. Mm-hmm. So, all right, moving on, man. Uh, give us the 411 about Pod Street. You know, like, uh, you know, um, Pod Street Bullies, you guys have been around for a while before being on the Hockey Focus. Like, that, uh, you guys you guys are actually one of the first uh, hockey podcasts that I started listening to when – we started on the bench with Beak, so when I saw that you guys came on to the Hockey Focus, I was just, I was absolutely ecstatic. So you know, uh, give a, give our listeners a taste of what Pod Street Bullies are all about, and you know, kind of how it, it you, you guys shape this and where you guys want to go with it. Sure, absolutely. Um, you know, we we just do weekly episodes surrounding the Flyers, uh, Flyers news. We ch- we try to bring you know. Analysis and intelligence to the game, but we also bring our comedic aspect to it. Oh yeah, and you know you gotta that that's the thing you know you gotta have the chirps, you gotta have the barbs, you know you yep. gotta you gotta have the buddies you know like uh, fly uh, flying some zings and zangs around. So I totally feel you there. What was it like just trying to get this thing started? And for us, it was kind of a conversation of through COVID, we should just talk hockey. Then we all just kind of got the equipment, and started learning how to do it. So, what was the, you know, the idea behind it? When did you guys come up with it? And what were your hardest um, uh, problems as you started? Yeah. So I'm not even from the beginning. I uh, I came in last year, actually 2020. Right. So John and Derek are the are the hosts and and founders. They were writing for Philadelphia Sports Network. And they wanted to just you know bring a podcast that kind of differed from the rest of the Flyers podcast, right? And just kind of bring their own mentality and and like I said, comedic aspect to it. Um, so they took it off, and if, at one at one point it was supposed to just be you know an outlet for the for the writers for Philadelphia Sports Network to kind of give them a voice as well. And then Derek and John were like, "No, this is our podcast. We're running with it." Right. <laughs> so that, and that was back in like 2019. So 2020, they tried to you know branch out, create create their own uh, website for writers, just as the Pod Street Bullies. That's where Matt Casey and myself came in. We were doing a, a heavy amount of lifting uh, in terms of writing. Nice. And then uh, the website just wasn't working out. It just very time consuming. Couldn't get stuff out there. Right, right. Burning the burning the midnight oil. And Derek and John said, "You know what? Casey and Hoagie are our main guys. Let's bring them onto the pod." Oh hell yeah! So after I think it was the twenty twenty one season, that shortened season. That all season, that's where we all, all four of us, kind of just took off with the pod. Ah, oh, dude, and, and I mean, you guys are, you guys are, you guys have, a, uh, like, as far as I can tell, you guys have a great following. I mean, you know, uh, going back to that, you know, Philly fans are loud and proud. I mean, you guys, you guys uh, have just, I mean, incredible episodes, man. I mean, like, uh, what, what's, what's kind of stuff that you really kind of found out about yourself, like. And uh, you know, just going through the pod and just learning on the on the fly. <laughs> to be honest, I, I love the whole development of, of of hockey in general. Watching these young kids that we draft break into the lineup, you know, stuff like that. I just this podcast has just been fun to, to do. I never thought I'd do a podcast. My one of my one of my friends does a Flyers podcast and I, I'll hop on with them every once in a while. But the Pottery Boys is just where it's at. We like to have we like to have fun. It's it's our hour of a week where we kind of just kind of shut our minds off in a way and just talk hockey. Oh no, and and you know we got to echo that as well. I mean that's why we do it too. You know we we. Uh, 
it's it, we get to meet uh, and talk with other people who, have, who just love hockey as much as us, and yeah, it's just a treat to be able to do it. I mean, uh, and like, who know? You know, we're not over. We're not fucking spitting, spitting chick. Oh my goodness, <laughs> we're, we're not spitting chicklets over here. We're not. You know, we're not getting a million sponsors and making uh, right. hundreds of dollars and getting like, you know. Uh, Pink Whitney or Beak Whitney, you know, or whatever. Right. But I mean, it's it's that's not that's not what it's about, man. It's about you know just hanging out with uh you know like minded people that love hockey just as much as you, and and just get a chat about it and have a, have a good old time for about an hour and a half. Yeah, and it's the people exactly. you meet too, it's the people and the players. You know, Logan O'Connor, Milan Hayduk. We can go on. Just some of the players and interviews we had. It's just so awesome just to hear that the. the the perspective of a professional athlete, especially an NHL player. And so mm-hmm. for you, you know, my question is, what are some of the best interviews, your favorite interviews, guests? Uh, last year we had Jim Jackson on oh, the pod. Oh, all right. There he you was, go. He's the voice of the Flyers. <laughs> yeah, oh, <laughs> if yeah. If you listen to a Flyers game in Philly, that's the voice. Dude. Go ahead. Oh no! I was I was just marveling. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, it it was an it was an awesome time. It, usually we kind of keep our like episodes at like an hour. He took it to like an hour and a half, hour forty five minutes. He just loves to talk. <laughs> oh, and, and that's the best when you, when you can get someone like that, and they they just and, and you know you, you don't know exactly how it's gonna go. Like you you know you can kind of test the vibe, but when you get someone you know who's you know that you know that special. I mean, especially to you guys' fandom, and just just a riff all day long. It's like, dude, I don't I don't I don't want this pod to ever end. Honestly. <laughs> right. I mean, even when it ended, we we sat on afterwards, and just and just shot the shit. Oh, absolutely. Just talked about old flyers, old flyers plays. <sighs> that's awesome, man. And yeah, like that's that's beautiful. I mean, we had a chance to talk to talk with Peter McNabb, our voice of the Avs, kind of thing. And that man, the same way, man. <laughs> the, you know, those guys just love talking hockey. It is. It, there's, yeah. there's things yeah, that, they love talking hockey, and they just love to talk. <laughs> yeah, oh, for real. I mean, hell, they do it for a living now, for sure. <laughs> Especially catching them at a good time, and you know, and they're looking forward to the podcast too. It's not like, oh, I gotta take time out of my day to talk to these jokes and waste my time with right. it. You know, they actually sit there, and it's genuine time. It's it's, it's your time to ask them whatever you want. You know. Obviously, there's boundaries there, but you get to sit here and you have this conversation with these people, and they're enjoying the conversation, and they're bringing topics right. up that you never thought you ever, or stories that you never thought even happened. Oh, for sure. And these are things that you're hearing that are not, you know, things they talk about on NHL Network or over, over you know, a game cast. This is literally you talking to them, and they're going to give you the, the most honest answer they have. And it's and it doesn't get more you know, glorious than that. You know, we were talking to you on Hey Duke, and I'm just like, I hope he, hope he, hope he hops on. He was close off and and all these things and when he hopped on it was just just a great guy just a normal conversation you know and when you get that that genuine personality from them makes it so much more um, a better experience for sure absolutely yeah and and I mean just I. Just in general, just talking hockey is always just just a, a gas, dude. I mean, I'll do it. I'll do it with a guy on the street, man. I mean, most of the time, you know, at my job, I'm supposed to be, you know, talking to people about solar. But if you know, if someone's got a too many men Naz Catry shirt on, I mean, I'm I'm sitting there talking yep. just hockey, you know. And then I'm like, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah. By the way, do you do you want a solar consultation? Like, oh, is that <laughs> what you're doing out here? I thought you were just. I, I thought you were just some random dude sitting talking hockey with anybody that passes by. Like, well, dude, you, yeah. you're not right. Yeah. But uh, so, as far as Pot Street Bullies go, I mean, uh, what's the future hold for you guys? I mean, you guys uh, just dropped your uh, pros- uh, Pot Street po- Prospects uh, episode. That was incredible. Uh, what, what, what? Yeah. What's 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 moving forward? What are, what are the plans, man? Yeah, I mean, with the with the season gearing up, we'll probably be starting some uh, some pre games. You know, most shows do like their their post game type of show. We kind of just you know, let's do something weird. Let's do the pre game. Let's right. let's preview what's going on, who's going to be in lineup, what's st- stuff like that. We started last year, the way the season was going, 
we just figured we, could, we couldn't find anything good to talk about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, but with the Prospect Show, it's exciting. That's, uh, that's John Ghost's baby. That's his love. He loves the Prospects. Right on. Uh, um, he started up, like, a couple years ago. They just couldn't, they just couldn't get it trashing on it. And with me coming in, I said, John, let, let's kick it up again. I, I'm huge into the prospects, especially being up in Boston. I see a lot of these college players around here. So I kind of give him another eye where, you know, he sees, like, the juniors aspects. I'm trying to bring in the college aspect. That's incre- That's that's the best way to uh, rip it, too. I mean, you guys got, uh, like, two sides. of yeah, Exactly. Yep. And so, yeah, I mean – so that'll that'll definitely you know staple uh, staple that one home for sure. So great, that's that's incredible. Um, I mean, and and just as a uh, a whole, uh, what what are the plans for you know just moving forward for all you guys? Just trying to keep this podcast going. Just keep having fun with it and get to the get to the tier of all the Flyers podcast. Oh, absolutely, man! All right, speaking of these Philadelphia Flyers. Let's talk a little Flyers hockey. I mean, uh, it is, it's the wheelhouse, eh? So, I mean, this offseason was, I, 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 I want to say a little polarizing. Like, I mean, uh, to, uh, I guess uh, for the lack of a better word, uh, I mean, you know, uh, Torts coming in and then, you know, obviously G not coming back and then uh, signing Delorier for, uh, what was that? In eight five years. years. Five years. Uh, thoughts? Uh, let's, th- let's start Tortorella. Yeah, all right. Yeah, let's start it out with Torts. <laughs> um, I, I'm excited for Tortorella. Yeah. He's just, he's that coach that we needed. And just showing it in camp, just that I don't give a crap who you are attitude is just huge for this for this team. We're, we're changing the culture and the the suicides of the first two uh, training camp uh, days. It's it's awesome. It's awesome to see. I'm excited to see where he's going to take this Flyers franchise for the next couple of years. Well, and you know, you know what you're going to get with Torts, man. You know you're going to get a hard nose, like blue collar mentality, just like you said. No one's special here. We're all the same here. No matter, no matter if you're scoring 50 goals or you know your fourth line, you know grinder, man. We all we're all here as a team. So don't mm-hmm. don't get your attitude. Uh, you know, don't get your head all high up in the clouds. And you know, he he does. And he, that's one thing about Torres, man. He'll he'll say it like it is, man. If someone's fucking up, that he'll say it, man. He points it out. Yeah, uh, for sure. Uh, yeah, he brings twenty years of experience. You know, and there's not a whole lot of coaches out there who's been around. I mean, made for twenty seasons. No, he's there, done he, a lot. Right. Yeah, he's tons, tons of teams, and I think he has you know a, a different system. I think it's gonna take time for him to really put his system into effect. And oh, I think, you know, by at least, you know, game 15, 20, I think, you know, the Flyers will just be pumping. Um, I, I hope so. Our first 10, 15 games, we've got some we've got some interesting teams to go get through first. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a wall. It's going to be an uphill battle for you guys for sure. But I think, you know, in, in the long run, I think it's going to help them out and really kind of like wrapping around that culture. You know, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I you know I see you guys right now a lot as like you know the Columbus Blue Jackets when Torts came on as well. You know, you know you got you've got you've got great players. You've got incredible uh, you know incredible people in that lineup, and uh, you know you guys got you guys you got some guys that can really mix it up, get physical, but you also have you also have a, a bunch of players that can put it in the net. You know, like uh, Travis Konechny is going to be a huge one for you coming in here, especially because uh, you know uh, Sean Couturier with his uh, like uh, with the with uh, that's almost about season ending, right? Uh, we don't know with Coots anymore. <laughs> and yeah, that one's a tough one. When it first broke. It was season ending. Now, now it was like six to eight weeks, and I just as soon as we were about to hit the pod, someone was like, "Oh, he skated forty-five minutes tonight." So, 
So your guess is as good as mine at this point. You know, maybe you know, throw a dart at a you know a map. It's, yeah. And then and then another uh, heartbreaking one is I mean Ryan Ellis with his back injury that he might have to retire, man. Um, so who do you who are you looking at to really kind of step in to like Coots and uh, Ellie's spot here to uh, you know maybe you know sh- shine a little brighter. Yeah, with Coots, my 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 hot pick for the Flyers is uh, Morgan Frost. I don't know if you know much about him. Former first first pick, and he's just kind of been like yo-yoed between AHL and NHL. Yeah, and, and I I think he he's gonna be that guy that's gonna get a lot of minute time, minutes and just and the opportunity to. Take, to kind of shine in, in that role. You know, and yeah, I, I mean, I don't know the most about Morgan Frost, but I know, um, I, you know, I've, you know, I, I was watching, uh, some like behind the scenes for training camp for Philadelphia, like just not too long ago. And I think it was like a few years back, maybe like two or three years back where he, uh, where, you know, he was coming in as like this big prospect and, uh, he was actually slated yep. to even uh, you know make the team and then gets that in just like interminable in- injury like I think it was like the last preseason of the preseason game of and you know um, what I saw from him I mean just out of just out of that doc because they did a whole thing about him uh, just because everybody's so high on him and I mean I was I was ready you know I was ready to be like yeah Morgan Frost let's let's do this so and you know with you know Couturier be, Couturier being out I think yeah this is a a perfect opportunity I mean it couldn't be more perfect for him to you know step into a bigger role and really uh, you know turn some heads for sure yeah yeah I would, I would love to see Morgan Frost as as our first center unfortunately I think Kevin Hayes is gonna take that spot. Just because of tenure and and leadership, so I think I think Morgan Frost is probably taking second center, and then just running with it. And that's not a bad two C, man. I'm not gonna lie, you know. No, absolutely not. <laughs> and I mean, yeah, you got players like Konechny, Atkinson, and like Farabee all around you to to really kind of put something together here. Uh, but uh, yeah, but. What's up on the back end? You know who's coming in uh, and uh, filling uh, Ryan Ellis's spot here. Well, the big splash was Tony D'Angelo. Yeah, that's that. See, uh, uh, you know, I don't want to put too much stock in D'Angelo. He's a very <laughs> like, I mean, a very polarizing figure himself. But I mean, right. his game is also very kind of up and down. So you, you know, I mean, he did great. He played great in you know Carolina, but you know sometimes. You don't know what D'Angelo you're gonna get, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I completely agree. I like him as a hot. I like him as a hockey player, and I'm just gonna leave it as that. <laughs> yeah. For, uh, <laughs> once again, I, we're we're uh, not a politics, uh, you know, podcast, so we're not gonna get right. into it too uh, much. But I mean, uh, just from rumblings around around the Flyers, Chuck told Provorov. I'm going out and find you a, a number one defenseman. And I guess Tony D'Angelo is our big splash is our number one defenseman. Well, I mean, Chuck, we all know what you know where Chuck's uh, Chuck's eyes are lying. I mean, five year deal to Delorier. I still, I I'm, I'm so <laughs> right. I'm just so surprised by that. I mean, you know, give Delorier like one or two year contract and look 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 somewhere else for those like bigger extensions. That's the way right. I see it. As you know, I mean, I mean, good on Delorier. I mean, he's a good, hardworking. You know, just you know, uh, mucker and grinder. But I mean. Yeah, I think I feel like Fletch could have totally gotten somewhere else with that money. Maybe gotten a like a a rich man's D'Angelo, you know? <laughs> right. I mean, the 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 big slap in the face with the Delorier signing was Johnny Hockey was right there. He's pretty much in our lap. Oh yeah, you're on your like at yeah. the tip of the tongue on the fingertips, man. Right. Like he like. He pretty much said without saying, I want to play for the Philadelphia Flyers. And, <laughs> and we just couldn't make it happen. Uh, so, yeah, his backup is, you know, signing Nick Delorier. 
But, right. hey, you know, hey, you never know. I mean, uh, like I said, I mean, uh, he'll fit really well into a Torrance system. I mean, you know, Torrance is big on the uh, being tough and not backing down from shit, not taking shit. So you, yeah. you, you never know. It might work out pretty well. I mean, you know, Deloria definitely step in and, uh, you know, take some liberties with anybody who wants to, you know, who wants to mm-hmm. rock the boat, I guess, if you will. Right. Uh, Deloria is kind of weird, too, because we had Zach McEwen. Yeah. Uh, like, like that, that guy did all types of things last season. We still ended up signing him, and as of today, he's on waivers to go to the NHL. Yeah, I, I saw that. Yeah, it, like what? I mean, and I mean, McEwen's younger, more virile, right. if you will. Like, definitely has way more tread on the tires. And yeah, you wave him instead. I just, I don't get it. Yeah, at least somebody does the first few games for you take the kind of decision. I. You know? Well, he had what a great season. Well, he had a great season last year. I mean, you know what McEwen can bring to the team. Like, I don't know. I I figured McEwen have a spot for sure. Yeah, I I did too. I was kind of disappointed when I saw him on waivers today. I mean, well, well, I guess we'll see how it is. I mean, obviously, there's a whole reason why there is a call up system. But I mean, yeah, I don't know. I just I I just didn't get it. But uh, I mean, what can he do? Well, I'm curious. Have you been watching the uh, the standard inside of the the camp for the Flyers? It's on YouTube. I have. I've watched the. I think what three episodes? Yeah, three episodes. What are you taking from that? And what are some of the behind the things, behind the scenes things you didn't know before about the Flyers or things like that? Um. Or just takeaways. You know, how do you feel about you know? I guess the system. I mean, takeaways. Tortorella's really just running a hard-nosed camp, which we kind of expected. Um, Scott Long, who's personally my favorite flyer right now. Okay. I think I think he's kind of really kind of gearing up into a different role as a leader. I, we drafted him in 2012, so he's been in this organization for 10 years. Oh yeah. So he's kind he kind of is that leader slash veteran of this of this core so I think they're they're leaning on him a little bit more to kind of push the kids and, and push the rest of the team the right direction grow them up the right way mm-hmm. so I mean yeah I mean uh, speaking of which I mean you do have that uh, uh, captain C vacancy yeah uh, it, do you think Torres is going to award, award, uh, award a C or a, how long do you think they're going to go without it and who probably gets the C if anybody I, Torts has come out and said he's not giving a C this this year. Ah, which I mean, I, I get that too. I mean, really, just like you said, you know, you got to he's got to get to know the guys just as much as you know they got to right. get, get to know Tortorella. So I totally get that. But I mean, my my running, I would love Scott Long to wear that that captain C. Um, the the go to guy is. Couturier, if he's healthy. Yeah. And it's mainly because of tenure. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and I mean, uh, we saw it, you know, we saw it with, you know, uh, the Montreal Canadiens, you know, giving Nick Suzuki the the captain instead of Gallagher because it it seems more like, you know, Nick Suzuki is going to be in their their long-term plan. So I kind of feel like that's kind of, that would be the same in, in, in at least some some sort of term the same kind of idea you know elsewhere so i kind of figure that'd be uh maybe at least in the mix of the the decision for sure right i could totally see fair be taking it as well you know as a young kid coming in i absolutely could too and i mean yeah he's like, uh, like I said, yeah, he's a huge part of the Flyers' plans moving forward. And, I mean, mm-hmm. he seems like a great kid anyways. Like, real, uh, you know, real strong, uh, strong-headed and, uh, I mean, just works his ass off. So, I mean, right. like kind of leading by example kind of kid, you know. Yep. All right, man. So, before we go, uh, I want to I wanna hear what what's what's the outlook on your Flyers this this season. I'm gearing for that Connor Bedard pick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're going for the Bedard Cup, eh?
Yeah, I, I, I don't see them as a playoff team. If they are, they're going to be that bubble wild card spot. Just scratching in. Yeah, for no reason at all. For sure. Uh, and, you know, <laughs> that's the crazy thing about the Philadelphia Flyers, man. They like The year you expect them to be like, oh, yeah, they're making the playoffs this year. Complete opposite, and uh, yep. vice versa. Like they, they are just such an anomaly, and it's it's interesting to watch them every single season to see which way they're gonna go for sure. Yeah, the past ten years, it's just been a roller coaster. Seriously, it's the f- first time in ten years that we haven't made the playoffs <sighs> two years in a row. Yeah, it's well. Um, I mean, even the hockey guy uh, on YouTube has even uh, noticed that, like. This year they don't make it. Next year they're probably gonna make it. Next yep. year after that they don't make it. So yeah, it's. <laughs> I mean, it, I, I mean, you know, God bless your heart for uh, staying on the roller coaster, man. You know, you got. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. mean, you got to show the uh, the Philly love for sure. Uh, Absolutely, Hogs. Thank you so much for joining us tonight, man. We had thank a, you, thank you, thank you. We had an absolute blast talking. Um, just before you go, why don't you rip out some socials where you can find Pod Street, where you can find you, just any uh, any of that, uh, you know, um, uh, you know, hashtagery, if you will. <laughs> sure. Yeah, you can find me at Pod Street Hogs. You can find the rest of the guys at Pod St Bullies. Whoever shortened that, we don't know, but. Uh, <laughs> The rest of the guys are at Pod Street Gove, Pod Street Bob, and Pod Street Casey. Right on, and uh, you guys are uh, you guys are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Yeah, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Spreaker, iHeartRadio. If you can't find us, Google us. For real, yeah, you'll pop up, no doubt about it. But, uh, <laughs> yep. but yeah, man, thank you so much for uh, chilling with us tonight, man. We're 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 stoked to have you on. We're stoked to have you on the uh, Hockey Focus family. So, um, yeah, uh, any shout outs you want to send any or say anything to? No, thanks for having me on. We're uh, we're looking forward to being a part of the Hockey Focus with you guys, and it's been good going for the past month or so. For sure, man. And uh, before we leave, I just want to say thank you to all our listeners. Thank you to uh, the Hockey Focus, as always. Uh, Go follow all the amazing podcasts on the network. Uh, You can check out blogs from each of the podcasts. Every one of us, every one of us uh, writes incredible stuff. It's always, it's always a gas. It's a great thing to be a part of. Thank you to Dave Zamboni and the Zambonis as always. And uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. So um, we'll catch you on the bench next time. But until then, V Horsh. Salute. Try the damn thing, see what happens.